Nadia and welcome to your Epsom and St Helia podcast. I'll be your host today. This week is Carers Week and I'm joined by a Head of Patient Experience and Partnership, Adam Watkins, Patient Experience and Partnership Officer, Sarah Andrews and Young Carer, Heather. Carers Week aims to raise awareness of carers, the challenges they face and acknowledging the difference they make to the community. 6.5 million people in the UK are carers. Adam, please can we start off by explaining who is considered a carer? So a carer is anyone who cares unpaid for a friend or family member who, due to illness, disability, a mental health concern or an addiction, cannot cope without their support. Uh, and people can, we have both young and adult carers. The theme this year for Carers Week is getting carers connected into, in the communities. And I know the Trust is doing a lot of work around that. Do you want to tell me a bit more about what we're doing and what we're working towards? Yeah, absolutely. So <clears throat> we recognised a, a little while ago that it's really important that we do a better job of identifying carers, working with them and supporting them. Uh, and as part of that, we signed up to something called John's Campaign a little while ago, which was specifically aimed at supporting carers of people living with dementia. So we decided that it's time to take a, a broader look and recognising that there are carers who uh, are all different ages, different backgrounds, who are caring for people with lots of different needs. So we wanted to take a broader view. So we set up a ESTH Carers Steering Group, which brought together partners from lots of different organisations, including places like Sutton Carers Centre, Action for Carers Surrey, our local CCGs and other partners to kind of take a look at what was happening out and about, what work we needed to do to improve things. Um, so through that steering group, we have a great action plan in place, which talks about lots of practical things that, that we need to do. Um, a lot of it would seem quite straightforward. And I think that's something that we're learning that actually nobody's asking for the world to be changed. It can be really basic stuff about how well do we communicate with carers? What information do we have available, consistently available for them? Things like looking at our visiting hours, actually having opening open visiting for carers in all areas where it's possible so that they're able to be there um, and support their loved one. But also thinking about how do we kind of proactively identify carers, many of whom may not actually see themselves as such, and thinking about the different support that, that we can offer them. So having our carers passport, so they don't have to keep introducing themselves to staff on the ward or the areas that they're visiting so that we can develop a, a good relationship with them. Um, <clears throat> one of the, I think one of the best things that we've done recently uh, is set up the Carers Forum, mm -hmm. which is a first for us at the Trust, um, which is really about carers coming to us, spending time, having tea, coffee, and talking to us about their experience, but also what's important to them and what might make a difference so that we kind of understand exactly what are some of the changes that we could make and what are the, some of the really important things that, that we could do that would make a big difference to them. And that's fantastic to have that in place. So how often um, does the forum take place? So we had our first <laughs> meeting last month uh, and the forum is going to take place every couple of months. So the next one is the 14th of August, um, and that one will be at, at St. Helia Hospital. So who can attend the forum? Can it be any carer, or do they have to have an experience in hospital with the person they care for? Any carer, really. Mm -hmm. So anyone who's having a current experience or has had an experience at our hospital or perhaps another hospital in the past, and they just want to help us kind of learn from that. But also people who are caring for someone who perhaps hasn't spent time in our hospital but they you know they have different touch points with with healthcare, and so kind of helping to shape things in the hospital environment might be something that they're really keen 
to do. Some people may not see themselves as a carer straight away. They might just think, oh, I'm just looking after mom, dad or a friend. And without seeing that information there, you don't realise that, oh, actually I am a carer or maybe this relates to me. So my next question is to Heather. When did you realise that you were a carer? So I probably realised I was a young carer from quite a young age because mm. I I joined Sutton Carer Centre at around eight so I've been there 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably realised around that age that my childhood wasn't similar to my friends. Um, I found out because my mum was in touch with them and we realised that, okay, yeah, mum helps dad, but also when mum's at work and it's just me and dad at home, mm-hmm. I take on a lot of the roles as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I probably realised from... Around the age of like seven, eight, maybe. Tell us more about your caring role and experience. From a young age, I care for my dad. He's got both physical and mental health issues. And in the past, he's had substance misuse with alcohol. So he his main sort of mental health condition is schizoaffective disorder. And then that brings like depression and that sort of side of things. And then he had a small sort of stroke episode when I was younger and it's kind of left him walking with a stick so he can't really, he's not really mobile so he can't really use the left side of his body that much. Um, So it just boils down to everyday tasks. So helping him stand up, getting out of his chair, walking around the house. Sometimes he has to like be on my back so that I can help him walk. Um, Pushing him in his wheelchair when we're out. Mm -hmm. Walking around with him. um, Helping him do daily things like if he can't get out of the house then when I get home from school I'll take him out um just typical daily things like over this half term I've been at home so it's been making him like a sandwich for lunch because he can't stand up to do that and it's just like the typical things that you would do for yourself but I do it for my dad as well as me mm-hmm. what does being a young carer mean to you being a young carer is it's a part of my identity now so anyone that is a young carer knows what I mean when I say that it almost feels as if you have two personalities. So you have your person who you are when you're at school, your person who you are when you're at home. But for most people, that's different. But then when you're a carer, you'll have that third identity where when you're out with your friends, you're still that person. But you've got that thought in the back of your head of, okay, so is the person I care for, are they all right? Are they in trouble? You've always got that little worry in the back of your head. And I guess just being young carer is kind of almost like being a parent from a young age. It's almost as if you're parenting your parent or your brother or your sister or whoever you care for. What challenges do you feel um, that a young carer faces? I think it's different for everyone. So... I know a lot of people from the Young Carer Centre who face so many different challenges like not being able to go out when they've made plans and stuff like that. But I think personally for me, it's finding time for yourself because obviously if you live with the person you care with, your caring roles are at home as well as being out with them. Um, It's finding mental time for yourself as well in a way to unwind and relax and not worry And I think those, for me, were easily rectified through having groups at the centre and having friends from the carer centre who get what you're going through. But I also think one of the main 
like issues for me being a young carer is not having friends that aren't carers understand Mm -hmm. you'll get people and there's so much stigma around mental health and they don't seem to understand they joke about it and it's like it's it's a bit disrespectful like that whole stigma around mental health and people being scared of people with mental health adds a lot of pressure to the situation and not telling your friends that you're a young carer and then that impacts social situations and friendships and everything like that. Aside from going to the Greeks at the Carer Centre, what else do you like to do in your free time? So um, usually on a Thursday, my dad will go up to his mum's. So I'll come home from school and I'll be on my own. So that's kind of like a nice time to just relax. Um, At the Carer Centre, away from it, uh, I have two really good friends that I can go out with and they understand. Um, I have some other really good friends that I'm able to go out with and mum tries to help as much as she can by like at the weekends helping with dad so that I can go out as well. It sounds like you've got a good support system in place which is really important, really good for carers to have. To be able to even have that time for yourself it's it's just a bit of a break so you can take care of your well-being and make sure you're okay and you're able to look after the person that you're caring for. Have you had any experience of coming into hospital as a carer yeah so with dad one of either me or my mum tried to go to appointments with him Mm -hmm. and it usually is always like I will go because I'll be able to find time to go um and mum will go but we're never really together but recently we had an appointment with him and it was it actually went really well so the doctor listened to me which has never really happened before mm-hmm. so at the care center we've just had meetings with the ccg and we've got like our first carers young carers champion That's from brilliant. the ccg and we've told them about how doctors at hospitals overlook carers especially if you're younger so for me it's not really that much of an issue and for some of the other girls that are older it's not that much of an issue because we are older um, but for carers that the care centre who are 10, 11, um, doctors kind of just look at them and say, oh, you, know, you didn't have childcare. So that's why the child's there. And they never really ask elders, how do you help mummy? How do you help daddy? How do you help with your sister? Um, doctors always kind of overlooked the carer. So that's something that we're working on at the moment with the like CCG and our young carers champion. And it's going quite well. We've found that doctors at the moment are trying to identify carers much more and it's working there are lots of carers that have been coming forward after being identified also going on from your point about the passports we learned about that maybe like a month ago and we've looked into trying to figure out how we can implement that with the carers from the center and stuff like that what do you think makes for a good experience for a carer coming into hospital coming into hospitals i think you need the doctor needs to be able to stop the worry. So like if someone's going in for an operation, if the person you care for is, then quite often that person is going to be anxious. And then you as a carer, you're so used to being in control of the person and being able to help that person that when you're handing them off to a doctor, you're instantly worried as well because you don't know what's going to go on. So having someone to tell you and explain the procedure to you and explain what's going on, explain medication changes would be a really good step just to kind of stop the carer 
getting worried and then deteriorating. Mm-hmm. I think that underpins a lot of what we're we're trying to do is hearing that from from people like Heather. It's the only way that we're really going to understand the things mm-hmm. that we we need to try and do. So it's really good to hear that's happening with the CCG, and it's something that we can definitely tie into, and that's part of what the steering group is there for. But also, you know, we're already starting to look at kind of what what questions, straightforward questions, can doctors or nursing staff ask at different touch points. So if somebody comes yeah. to the ED or if they're here for a pre-assessment, just thinking about those different times at which we might see people and really trying to understand kind of, it sounds like an overused phrase, but the whole person, you know, does that person have somebody caring for them? Is that person with them, that carer? What kind of different considerations then do we do we need to make? Um, and that's kind of the ethos that we've taken with things like the Young Carers Leaflet is just putting that information out there and and hopefully trying to work with people like Heather to understand actually is this the right thing what's your experience been like and what are those things that would would make the biggest difference so that's absolutely something mm. we can we can keep working on and I know we're looking to also introduce um staff training for carers as well about raising awareness of carers and how yeah. to identify <clears throat> carers we are well, um one of the um, one of the things that we first went to was at Sutton Carers Centre, actually. They run a training for professional session, which we attended. Um, it's a two-hour session aimed at healthcare professionals. Very, very informative. Um, and we've also, on our intranet, got some training for staff, online training to identify young carers and adult carers as well, um, which we hope to be promoting more in the future. We're also looking at induction as well as possibility that Sutton Carer Centre will come and have a, a brief session as part of our whole trust induction. So that's every member of staff, clinical, non-clinical, just so they can kind of have an awareness as well. Bit by bit, we're trying to get the message out there. So, for example, on Young Carers Day earlier this year, we got some information from the Carers Trust, which was like a little mm. quiz, which we put in um, waiting areas, in um, staff areas as well, just with, you know, simple questions to help people identify and then give information out about the carers centre because not every member of staff is going to know what to do initially if they identify a carer but if we can at the very least signpost to organisations that can help as well as the um, help that we can offer within the hospital as Adam said earlier looking at visiting hours um, and making that journey that you're you you face when you're coming into hospital that little bit smoother. Taking it back to Carers Week and the theme being getting carers connected in their community, Sarah can you tell us a bit more about what events we have going on this week? On Wednesday at Epsom Hospital in the Headley Wing, Michelle Moore who's the Hospital Carers Support Advisor from Action for Carers Surrey will have an information stand. Um, She'll have lots of leaflets um, and pamphlets that you can come along and pick up if there is anything that is of interest to you and she'll also be there to give advice on uh, something called the Surrey Carers Prescription um, which she can complete to give uh, carers information directly to sent directly to them. On Thursday at St Helia Hospital in our Springall unit which is in Ferguson House on the ground floor 
Sutton Carers Centre will have an information stand. Um, there'll be lots of information to hand and members of staff will be there to give advice about the services that are on offer at the Carers Centre. Also on Thursday, we've got two lunchtime events for staff, one in um, the postgrad centre at Epsom Hospital and the other in the pink room at St Helier Hospital from 12 until 1. And members of staff from our occupational health department will be there and we'll have information about our flexible working policies and also support organisations that may be able to help staff who have also got carer responsibilities. Then on Friday at Epsom Hospital, again in the Headley Wing, Michelle Moore from Action for Carers Surrey will be um, back with her information stand. And we'll also have from Surrey County Council, the Carer Practice Advisors, who will be on hand to give information about carers assessments. They've also got a room booked, so if anyone wanted um, confidential advice just to find out that little bit more about what a carer's assessment might mean to them um, they'll be able to give that advice too. It's so important to, for carers to have access to all this information and know what services are available because sometimes they don't feel like they are a carer they don't really relate to that where it would just be like oh I'm caring for like a family member or I'm caring for a friend so it's really important to have those services there that they can go to and know that oh maybe I am a carer like I wouldn't have known if I didn't see that information there. One of the things <clears throat> one of the things that we noticed in November when it was carers rights day the number of people that came through when the carer organisations had stands in the hospitals was that people didn't identify as carers as you, as you said people come through the hospital as mum dad son, daughter, aunt, niece, um, and they're accompanying someone to a hospital appointment or inpatient stay, but as you say, don't realise or see themselves as a carer. Mm. And because of that, often miss out or can miss out on the support that's available for them. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the um, other initiatives that we're hoping to build on and hope to launch very soon will be our carers Facebook page where we hope to signpost again people to all the different events support and information that are available from our local carer organisations for example Sutton Carers Centre who hold lots of events as do Action for Carers Surrey so we hope to be able to promote those and signpost um, carers to that it's definitely important to raise awareness about the different support services available that are local um, Sarah, do you want to explain a bit more about the local organisations that we're working with and yeah, the support uh, they offer? Of course. Um, so there are two carer organisations. As you know, the trust is uh, split broadly against um, in two sites. We've got St Helier and Epsom Hospitals. Um, in Epsom, the organisation that um, offers support is called Action for Carers Surrey, which covers the whole of Surrey, which is a a huge area as I'm sure you're aware. Um, they offer uh, support for both adult and uh, young carers um, and they arrange a number of activities in different locations throughout the county. 
Um, as I mentioned earlier, we've got a care support worker who uh, works part-time in our hospitals and she visits the wards, um, identifying carers to offer support. Predominantly though, I must say that is for um, people caring for older um, older patients. However, if she identified a young carer, she would signpost. Um, Action for Carers have something called a carer's prescription. So when they meet a carer, they talk to them and uh, fill out a questionnaire, which basically asks what support they would find helpful. Um, I'm sure um, you will know more than anyone, Heather, different people need different support. Some people will just be happy with information. Some people will want to know if they could have a carer's assessment find out exactly what is, find out what the local authority Mm. can do for them. Other people might need help with something like manual handling. You yourself said um, that you face challenges helping your your dad. Um, And so, for example, Action for Carers Surrey, they can offer all that information and uh, training um, depending on the needs of that person. Um, In addition to that, they also have social events, which again, um, one of the things that we, we, we've we learned is very, very important is for the carer to take care of themselves, which is an easier said than done task, I'm sure with time available. But they organise a number of ac- activities, cinema clubs and so forth. So again, um, in that area, they've, they've got a website. If you need uh, any information, um, it's actionforcarerssurrey.com org.uk but all that information is on there and within that website they've got a dedicated Surrey Young Carers section Um, and Surrey Young Carers also have a Young Carers Forum and carers get to go along to other organisations who make decisions about services and have the opportunity to put their perspective and their real um, learned experience forward so that looking forward to what services are offered the young people's real experience is taken into account action for carers surrey is based in guildford but they do hold activities as say throughout the borough so close to epsom and further afield depending on um, where carers live Um, on this side of the trust we've got uh, st helia hospital and our closest carers centre is Sutton Carers Centre, based in uh, just off Sutton High Street. Um, and they have got a. Uh, I when I visited Sutton Carers Centre, I must say I felt it was like a TARDIS. It's a tiny yeah. little doorway that you walk in, and then the wealth of information that is there is incredible. Yeah. Um, and they offer a number of activities, events, information, um, um, services for carers and um, for professionals as well as we've certainly found out and they also offer um, newsletters and fantastic yeah. events for young people so um, there's cool news which I have yes. seen. Yes. Um, I don't know if Heather if you could tell us a little yeah. bit more about some of the events that they so we work very closely with the carers trust um me and two of the other girls there actually have set up our own peer support group there so it used to be run by some of the volunteers there but they found that when they were there some younger carers found it a bit scary talking to adults so they approached us and asked if we wanted to 
set up the peer support group and run it ourselves so we now do that and it's for ages 15 to 25 i believe and it's every other wednesday of the month so we've got a session this wednesday and then next wednesday we'll be planning and then the next wednesday so we have two a month we do lots of types of just chill out sessions they have a homework club to help young carers with homework like going there after school at four o'clock and doing your homework because they understand that at home it might be a bit busy um they do loads of conferences and meetings so earlier this year in april i went up to london to hatfields like the house up hatfields and went to the carers trust agm where they said they were introducing um an international campaign and they're looking to find carers organizations and i think sutton carers have put in their bid um they're also the pilot trust for the me too campaign for carers um and that was like the see me too so care for me too that sort of stuff and we had all this like training for it and that was the pilot for it and now it's spread and there are so many trusts that are interested so yeah certain young carers is a lot um they have an adult section a young adult a young adult carer section and then a young carer section and there are activities for each range and then sometimes they mix um yeah the staff there as well offer training for professionals so sometimes they get the carers as well to join in on the training where they'll train teachers healthcare professionals we've had politicians it's so important to be able to gain an insight firsthand from carers and gain knowledge and their experience because at the end of the day they're the experts so to be able to have that information when we're doing work and to be able to implement that is just amazing because we're trying to create a service for them and make things easier for them so what better way to do it than gain their voices and make sure we're taking action on that it's just fantastic i know um at sutton carers center part of the improving health care together um, also did some um, work at the carers centre with young carers to mm. get their views as well um, and also in the development of our young carers leaflet that went out to um, mm. the carers centre and also Action for Carers Surrey who gave us some feedback into what we were pulling together as well so again getting that information and viewpoint is is vitally important to what we're doing. My final question is, what support do we have available for staff who are carers? Um, We've got flexible working policies here that are in place, which all staff are entitled to um, apply for. do recognise that as well as holding down jobs, um, a number of our staff will have caring commitments, just as with young carers, as well as trying to um, have their school career, they're also juggling their caring commitments. As you said, and I think as everyone said, that having the voice of the carer is part of the work that we're doing and not just about um, the focus that we're having on carers and young carers, but just in general, um, helping us to improve and make sure everyone has the, you know, the best experience possible. And it would be really great, you know, if anyone's interested in finding out more about the work we're doing or becoming part of the Carers Forum, uh, they can email us. So it's esth.patientfirst at nhs.net. 
um, or they can give pals a ring on 0208 296 2508 uh, and we'll happily have a chat with people and see how they might want to get involved and really would just love to hear from from anybody brilliant thank you heather for joining us and sharing your experience thank you adam and sarah for joining me today the lift's working um and then also to anyone who's been a patient at the hospital thank you for understanding sometimes when we've been under immense pressure and that i hope the care we give you is as good as the care you choose to give yourself okay all right done thank you very much thank you pleasure